So this week we'll remember to press record at the beginning. That's by we, I mean me. It won't beautiful, that. Beautiful. You want beautiful. We are on episode 24. Well, welcome to episode 24. <laughs> that a professional start, that. We're beautiful. It, seamless. Uh, seamless, yeah. Um, emailing it. Emailing our... Um, oh, I've, I've lost the to live already, Ben. <laughs> this is drunken Tony. <laughs> I'm not drunk. Um, yeah. Dirtykimbassa at gmail.com. Well done. Email us in with your funny stories. Um, and somebody has. Have they? Have they? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. However, before I get to that, what came to me? This might be a Digging Tony episode, this. Oh, right. Digging Tony? Yeah. That's all right. I reckon. Have you heard of ASMR? No. No. Now, let me, I've forgotten what it stands for, so I'm just briefly. That's helpful. It. Yeah. <laughs> And it, honestly, it's about as useful as acronym, to be honest. Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. Because ASMR sounds a bit more sexy. Is that blinking, then? No, it's... You know, let me read Google ver- version of it out to get it right. People make ASMR videos. And internet's really slow. Are we getting all scientific? Scientific, yes. I'll cut all this out and make me look like I were prepared. Well, you look for that because I'll be honest. I think it's a bit, um, a bit lowbrow. Is this kind of conversation? Lowbrow. Low so, no. no what, let what? me talk to our listeners while you're looking for that about something a bit more sophisticated. I found it now. Bit, oh, all right, go on. <laughs> it's a tingling sensation that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and upper spine. A pleasant form of paresthesia has been compared to auditory tactile. Synesthesia. So, I looked this up on YouTube. People make ASMR videos, and you've got too much time on your hands. Yeah. Do some overtime. <laughs> what it basically was was people tapping on a microphone and making stupid sounds next to a microphone, which is why I thought you'd know what it was. I see, I, I see where you see going. where we've gone there. Yeah, yeah. 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 I know it was a, a long walk down a. A rocky beach in the rain to a cafe that we're close so, to get there. But so the yeah. videos, so they, they tap the. Why do they do that? Let me demonstrate. Okay, and what what's happening? That's making a little bit of noise on microphone. Are you right. A but little bit. What's that doing to your Fuck scalp no. and tingling sensation? Well, what I'm thinking is people are a bit fucking odd. Yeah, that's weird to me. Why would you sit there? On a YouTube video. Well, you've just done it on a podcast. That. I've done it on a podcast. But to, for, to demonstra- science, for science. For science. To, to quote those. To quote Bash and Bader. Which I've got a little bit about them as well. Well, we're so, chatting to Bader um, on our, um, what do you call it, chatty thing. Messenger. Right. Chatty thing. Tech. Having a chat and he was asking how we're doing and things like that. And, uh, How's the podcast going? And I told him it's terrible. You know, <laughs> truth, it's, truth hurts. It started badly, went downhill from there, and it's plummeting rapidly. Yeah, is what yeah, yeah. So I got and both our listeners agree. Yeah, um, yeah, he's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. So go on then, tell us what they've got to say for themselves. Then, well, before I finish ASMR, are you still on ASMR? Uh, yeah, because yeah. I've, I've forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even letting that take up valuable brain cells. Do, do you remember how? Tedious and slow, my Carburetor Rebuild video was. Was it as bad as my Bobo videos? <laughs> <laughs> I've come to that. <laughs> I said it might be a dig at Tony Day. To be honest, the, the, the most recent one's better now that I've learned to turn the camera on its side. Yeah, well, that that were um, a, bit, a bit of a Do you know, mistake. I'm going to make you laugh here, but I was really scratching my head with like settings on the laptop and stuff to try and turn this video over. and The video that you'd already record, recorded in Portrait? What do you mean, part? You mean like up, upright? Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's I thought your old phone. It's easy to hold that way. Yeah. It's also easier to stand up and lean it against stuff when you need. When you because one of the things I don't have when I'm I don't have a tripod. I ain't got any equipment. You don't have enough. You need two hands to take a bike to bits. Yeah. So you, you need three it, to record it. Yeah. And I've so, been there. <laughs> and as you know, um, from I don't know if you've seen previous bike maintenance videos. Oh yeah, the Squemily tripod. I had Squemily holding doing the camera work. So we got good views of up and nose. Beautiful. Oh, this is my dad's yeah, bedroom yeah. as she wanders off, and yeah, yeah. you know, attention, uh, attention span of a yeah. flea, yeah. Of, a, of a frog, even. Yeah. 
So somebody compared my carburetor rebuild video to ASMR because it was kind of just hypnotic, sat there drooling, watching me put this carburetor Was it hypnotic, together. though? Hypnotic? Well, to the right kind of weirdo. Oh. Maybe. Right, okay. Yeah. So, uh... So that's, yeah, which got me thinking, you know, maybe it's what you were aiming for by kicking microphone and stuff, tapping and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, Bash and Bader. Bash and Bader. Some... Bash and For science. For science. Some beach bums been in touch. Um, we don't have beach bums in England, it's too cold. Why well, he's not in England. That was that sort of point, and I gathered that. Bader's dad. Remember he sent us, a, listening yeah, to us yeah. on the beach? We might have upset him. Because I think he felt he had to justify being on the beach. <laughs> I'll, I'll just read it out. <laughs> <laughs> and I love his name. Marty. Marty. It just reminds me of Marty. Back to the Future. It's, it's, it's proper American. Isn't yeah, it? there's no Martys in England, is there? Martins. We have Martins. Well, I think his name actually is Martin. Is it? But he's cool, obviously. So, hey mates, this is Bader's dad from the, the Manly Banter. Keep up the good work. Look forward to hearing your new episodes. Absolutely love the shout-out of being Bader's dad. I'm not retired. See, he starts to justify himself now. I'm not retired, as you thought, after listening from the Dominican Republic, just on vacation. Oh. Holiday. 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 Bloody colonials and this silly speak. I know. It's English. The language you're speaking is English. It's, it's not, is it? It's, a, it's an it attempt at English. It's a cute attempt. Well, I, I just just as, as an aside, keep your thumb there. Go on. But um, one of the things I spoke about with Bader, uh, I just listened to, they were doing like supernatural stuff. And they had some pre-recorded material that they got in from somewhere else. Right. And one, there was this English gentleman who was Aren't talking all gentlemen about... English? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, he was talking about things like witch trials and things in Scotland and England. Oh, yeah. And um, what upset me was he was English, but he pronounced Nairsborough as Nairsborough. Oh, dear. And um, Berwick as Berwick. So... How English was it? Was this a fake English accent? I, I don't know. But he, he, God help him if he got to uh, Sowerby Bridge. It's a good job if he, he's not on our podcast, isn't he? Mm. You know? So where was I? Vacation holiday. But you both are very entertaining and enjoy listening to you. Love the line that your house is older than our country. Well, it is. It is. 1604, yeah. I think. Anyway, I'm an American truck driver and would love to answer any questions you might have have a good night or day, whatever it might be for you. Fantastic. Martin Thank you very much, or Marty, Martin. I go by both. No worries. So. Excellent. Right, Marty. Well, I've got... I Have you got a boiling vessel in the back of your... Is it a Peterbilt or a Kenworth or a Mac? What, what have you got? Because your wagons are a bit bigger than ours. Far nicer. Yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't, a bit more luxurious than our wagons. Wouldn't they call it a furnace, though? They seem to call anything that warms anything up a furnace. I don't know. What about... Central heating boiler? Furnace. Well, by, I say boiling vessel. I'm using the term that was used in the back of some of the military vehicles. Mm. A boiling vessel. Uh, what I'm referring to is what you or I would normally know as a tea urn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now, I've had another listener having to justify his existence. Not Dave. This Dave. He does need to justify his well, existence. Did you... Um, you remember last episode we recorded, we said, my mum got burgled, and then we got suspicious because there it was a scouser in Yorkshire. That's right. And we said, who else could it be? He's got an alibi, has he? He's got an alibi. <laughs> <laughs> he, he even sent me photos of not being in Greetland. Well, that's okay then. <laughs> well, in, in fact, mate, I'm, I hate to say this, Sherlock, but without our prime suspect, the trail now is rather cold. Oh, dear. Yeah. So oh. I'm just looking for other stuff he's sent me because it's usually not. It's usually visual gags. Can we talk about Germans? Go for it. An article. We have listeners in from Germany. The Evening Standard. I'll read the article. Go for it. As many as a hundred Germans a year are killed while masturbating. A new study has shown. A hundred a year. A hundred a year. That's Two quite that's... quite a lot of Germans dying wanking. That's some intense wanking. I'm, I'm always sceptical when journalists refer to something as a study. It's almost like they can't be asked to explain the science to us. Yeah. You know, um, so, research published by Brandenburg physician Harold... Now, I don't know how you pronounce this. 
um, because it's got one of those weird foreign letters that you don't have in English. What is it? Show me. Is it Vovs? Where are we looking? Oh, that thing. Vovs. Oh, I don't know. Well, we'll say Vovs, and any Germans can correct me. Yeah. Um, Email in. Tony, you think cunt at dirtykinbastardgmail.com. Harold Vovs found between one and two people per million inhabitants die while pleasuring themselves. Autoerotic asphyxiation... That's not That's that. like putting a carrier bag over your head and thrapping yourself. That's you? different to his ASMR one, isn't yeah. it? Um, that's guy from... Didn't that guy from In Excess die for that? Him, Maybe. Him who Maybe. were knocking off Paula Yates. I can't think of his name, but yeah. No, I can't remember his name either. I were never particularly into that band, but... Carry a bag over his head, tugging, tugging and tugging until something goes wrong. I can honestly say I haven't tried it. No. <laughs> I'm not going to comment. <laughs> so, autoerotic asphyxiation was cited as the most common form of death during masturbation, closely followed by electric shock. Okay. So, I mean, I could see that happening. Appliances... Maybe in poor states of repair from overuse. Where appliances, what appliances, appliances, what sexy appliances, things that people put up and in themselves. Okay, you know, sex people. Speaking of which, there was an article in Metro recently. People putting things up the bum costs NHS three hundred and fifty thousand pounds a year. I, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it. I, I would actually like to get hold of my mate Martin and because he's an operating room man. Yeah, yeah. And just see if he's got any interesting things like. Is he the cupcake guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And whether or not, um, what I'd like to hear, not so much what's gone up there, but the explanation as to why it's gone up there. Well, I, I believe the nurse's response is it's impossible to fall on something and it land up your ass. <laughs> Let's try an experiment. <laughs> anyway, Dr. Voss claims the number of masturbation related deaths is underreported because, in some pa- cases, family members of the deceased will remove evidence in order to avoid embarrassment. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you remember a previous podcast, Miss Delucci with oh, her the, lobster, the lobster. That, yeah, in, yeah. in a way, that was a masturbation-related death. It was. You know, so so they'll, they'll remove evidence in order to avoid embarrassment. Well, I get that. I can understand that. You know, enough people think I'm a wanker without it hitting the news. <laughs> Um, he told German publication Bild, B-I-L-D, that must be a newspaper or a magazine or something, the number of unreported cases is unusually high. How does he know if they're unreported? That's a good point. That's that. I think that's... Sloppy fluff, journalism. Fluff journalism. Yeah. Right? I think that's, yeah. Being unconscious is faster than people think. If, for example, both carotid arteries are squeezed, you can be unconscious in less than 30 seconds. We used to do one as kids where somebody Sleep held their breath and then you pushed under their rib cage, constant pressure, and they held their breath, and in about 10, 15 seconds they blacked out. You say we, you, I didn't. Well, I did it to people when they requested it, but I never wanted... I, I, the did idea of being... Did they pass out? Oh, yeah. Huh? The idea of dropping unconscious around other teenage lads... Doesn't appeal... No. no. No, wake no, up with a knob well. drawn on your head. Yeah, now. yeah. You know, it's easy. Yeah. Speaking of which, did you get that knob off your visor that I stuck on? Um, yeah, that wasn't funny. <laughs> did you get that knob off your whiteboard? No, no, I've left one? it. No. <laughs> um, we are childish, aren't we? So, most of the victims are usually men because women are more cautious and don't incorporate so many intricacies into their masturbation. Do they not? They don't get caught. That last, that last with a lobster, the telly. She in the fucked back, up. You know that was quite a com and a cigarette lighter. That was that was quite a complex masturbation sequence. I think. Thing is, women are supposed to have something put in there. You know that's part of their deal. Yeah, it's not meant to be a lobster. No, not a lobster. But so, yeah. you know. But yeah, okay. So they kind of, it's supposed to go in and come back out. Yeah. We Whereas, are. We're, we're not. We are, you know. No. We're, we're exit like exit only. Like magnetic beads, for example. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lucky you didn't die. Idiot. Yeah. Bucky balls. So between nineteen eighty three and two thousand and three, 
German authorities recorded 40 accidental masturbation deaths between 1983 and 2003 in Hamburg alone. Oh, fucking one, one, one town. town. Wow. Yeah. So, obviously you aren't going to be able to tell us. Is this a higher ratio in Germany than anywhere else? Is it? I don't Germans know. Germans particularly Do they perverse? Masturbate? Well, yeah, they are, aren't they? <laughs> you know, they are perverse. You've spent more time in Germany than me. Yeah, they are. They are weird. They like David Hasselhoff. Oh, he's big. As there, a, isn't he? He's big in Germany musically, and his band. You know, he's like there's like a, like a, I mean, they call it heavy metal. We'd call it glam rock. We'd call it shite. Yeah, yeah you know, it's it's. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like you know, there's that. lots and lots of like quite dark metal bands. The goth scene's very big in Germany. Um, the bondage and sadomasochist thing. There's lots of like shops in Germany that sell that kind of thing, like on the high street. You don't see that so much in Britain, do you? Not outside of Sheffield, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, um, masturbation can kill you. So stop it, you dirty monkey. dirty wanker. Yeah. So let's uh, let's circle back around to your um, your vertical video syndrome. There's no wrong with it, but it just... It just Turn your head on one side if it bothers you that much. It's like it's like you know the sound quality on our podcast. ASMR. Yeah. Well, you know the only person that's bothered about it is you, and and it's the same in my vertical videos. People can watch them. I've had two viewers. I know. I watched it twice. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe the internet's just not for me. I was fucking highly amused by that. Let me tell you. Right, I've got a list here. We've gone through that. Bader's dad. Take piss out of Tony a bit. Oi. Why what? Don't take piss out of Tony what? anymore now, that's it. Oh, you've committed a faux pas as well. What did I say? It's not what you said. It's how you looked. You don't remember? Remembrance Day? Oh. Tweed? So? Without a beard? Oh, I'm not a hipster though. I'm not a hipster. Look at this beauty going on. Yeah, huh? no. What? What? I had I had a shave to look respectable, but that's not a faux pas. That's a faux pas, that. It's not, Tweed I, without a beard. My moustache gave my face a most martial countenance. Oh, you failed there, Tony, I'm sorry. I was as smart as a fucking carrot. I was smart, <laughs> smartest lad turned out on that parade. Smart as a carrot? Where the fuck does that come from? The carrots are particularly smart vegetables. Are they? Upright and righteous. Good God. Like me. And orange. A bit like me. So, next year, get that beard on. We're not having it's going that. back on, isn't it? Good. I'm thinking I might not shave for a full year. There was a picture of me, August, so three months ago, and I was freshly shown. Yeah. And, do you know, I'm going to I'm gonna have it for the podcast this time, because we've got your hideous well, mug. To be, to be fair, um, you know those yeah. cartoons of us on our... Um, yeah, mine needs a beard now. Yours, yours actually does look really much like it. That's how you look. That really is you. It's even got that gormless, like, like thing. Mouth breathing, knuckle dragger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. it gets it down to a T. You can see that I'm the um, the sprightly one with the intellectual twinkle in his eye. Clearly. Yeah. yeah. Just from that cartoon. Should we go highbrow? Go on then. Can we? Well, are we capable? Okay, relatively highbrow. For us. All right, yeah, for us. Because, and this is dragging it down again, I had a little idea by listening to the manly banter. Because I've been at work, I've had a bit of time to catch up a bit. Great. So I had a little uh, a little listen to theirs. And they had a theoretical, what would you do in a zombie apocalypse situation? I think I'd be okay, you know. So I've often, and I don't know why, I've had this thought, and I'll lay in bed thinking, and uh, sort of go down a chain of thought, if I woke up and everybody outside my household had completely disappeared, inexplicably, just vanished. Last man on earth kind of thing. Yeah, and it's funny when that came out because I went to say to Quen, oh, that's just I, like you know these what, thought you know experiments. What my first I thought was when that all came out. Go on. I'd love it. Thank fuck for that. I'd love it. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. wow. You know. Yeah. I mean, I know he was shitting in his swimming pool, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah. I, I think I could rig up something a bit better than that. Yeah. So what would you do? Because. I thought, all right, well, I woke up and... Well, where do you want to live to start with? Well, 
Long-term plan. What do you want to drive? <laughs> Long-term plan, you're going to need food. Yeah. In short term, shops are stopped. Nobody's eating it. I think you're right. I'm actually quite good, though, because I have a lot of um, faith and trust in the scientific process of hermetically sealing a can. <laughs> and I'm the guy that will eat. You know, like, you get some people. It tends to be women, doesn't it? My you sister. Know? You know? Oh, it yeah. went out of date last week. Threw it away. Right, whereas I'm... That's sounding a lot like your mother. It goes a bit Monty <laughs> Python when I do these impressions, isn't it? Does, yeah. Whereas I'm very much like, ah, oh, that's been in the back of the cupboard since um, yeah. since my dad was a kid. Let's see what it's let's like. Tip it out let's, and see how it goes. Yeah. Oh, that were not bad. You know, now, obviously, there's going to be some deterioration. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, but I think it deteriorates by canning anyway. You know, for example, a, yeah, yeah. a canned carrot is never going to be as pleasant as a... There's a cracking YouTube video of a canned turkey. It's yeah. fucking horrific. Well, they used to do that. Um, in the 19th century, um, I, I did read some guy's account of the Crimean War. He was an, obvious, an officer. He was quite a wealthy man. And he was going out to the Crimean War. And he took provisions, which he shared amongst his men when they had a particularly bad winter. Um, like one guy um, had scurvy. Yeah. And... Um, they were freezing, they were cold, they were getting frostbite. They were not in good shape, these soldiers. And um, one bloke was seen wandering around and over his uniform he had a woman's ball gown like wrapped around his shoulders. Right, yeah. And um, whatever various bits of carpet and fabric they'd pulled out of these houses, just, oh, we've got a drip from the ceiling. I think that's condensation. Yeah, never mind. Just to keep warm. And um, they were struggling and he had a few goodies like um, a couple of canned chickens, yeah, like yeah. whole chickens in jelly in a can. Um, and, of course, in those days, the cans, I think, will have been... Sealed with lead. Well, yeah, sealed with lead. But they weren't antiques, you know. Yeah, at least yeah. they were they were getting them fairly fresh, as it were. And he gave it, and he, he gave the guy with scurvy a small pot of jam that he'd brought with him because it was the only fruit they had yeah, yeah. and things like this. And But I am, I am a... I do have faith in canning, and yeah. I, I do keep a lot of canned provisions at home. I'm actually a bit of what the Americans would call a prepper. A prepper, yeah. But long term, Britain's not going to be much good, is it? Why? Because you're not going to grow things for eight months a year, because it's shite in summer. So, given that there's nobody around, yeah. my longer term plan would be to head south. What, like Barnstable? Devon? Sheffield. Sheffield, Sheffield. As far south as Sheffield. People disappear when you go that far down south. I yeah. tell you, I live in Stainland. Up here, people don't go out at village. You know when I commuted to Leeds? Oh, I. They called me the traveller. Yeah. So, yeah, I go south. And I'm thinking, if you go too far south, Africa, say, there's big fucking animals. You're not top at food chain anymore. You know? It gets dangerous. Whereas Spain bit simpler warm enough to grow stuff virtually all year round so then i'm thinking to make it safer for you and your family something like fort gibraltar because you've got that natural line haven't you? there'd be enough land to grow your own stuff for you so you'd but head to gibraltar maybe or sicily maybe one of the issues i have is that i mean i get growing things is growing things and you're going to need to do it farming is not necessarily farming. In different climates, they do things a different way, and I'm not sure I'd have the necessary skill set to produce food in the quantities. And, of course, what happens if your crops fail? Um, I think I'd certainly spend... I'd be a gatherer rather than a grower to begin with. Yeah, because yeah. I think there's still... Especially if I was the last person, there'd be... Um, but with the canned situation, you'd have years to learn and... Develop, wouldn't you? Yeah. And of course, um, I wouldn't want to see you again. So let's say. Well, you've woke up. Let's say. And, let's say uh, woke up and there's just me and you <laughs> left. And oh, I'm like, look. And I'm I say, worried what you were I doing tell, in my house. I tell you what, right. mate. You can, you can have Gibraltar, <laughs> and and I will have Britain, and never the twain <laughs> shall meet. <laughs> Are we going to record fucking podcast then? Well, it, it don't matter, does it? Ooh, 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 You'll have to record your own so I can listen, and I'll have to record one so you right, can listen. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. That's the only way it'll work. Because then I wondered, 
How long would the electricity last? It wouldn't, like, would it? No. So the, yeah, there's people working at these power I mean, stations. Don't make you you could generate. Oh yeah, but it wouldn't be worth the effort of running a power station. What you'd no. need is a small, well, two or three portable generators. Well, what I was thinking is to head south. I'd probably drive around local area and find biggest motorhome that I could. Yeah. Stick a, a trailer on back full of diesel. Yeah. Sort all that here. Because yeah. I know where stuff is in my local area. Yeah. I could sort that out. And then I'd be set for several thousand miles. But I um, think... Would you drive through Channel Tunnel to get to mainland? Because it's, it's going to be deserted, isn't it? You could pop through. Because if you sail there, you're adding another risk. The, and there's no the fucking lifeguard. If you drive through and it's blocked, can you turn it around with your trailer? There's on? no French there, so it's not going to be blocked, is it? Well, yeah, but an abandoned vehicle or oh, you know, I don't know. But... Take that vehicle. Why don't you take ferry? <laughs> because you're adding risk. Well, are you though? Well, how are you going to dock it? You don't know about driving a ferry. To be fair. Do you drive a ferry or do you pilot to, a ferry? To be fair, being last man at earth, nobody's going to get that upset if you crash it. We just twat it into a beach. Yeah. Twat like D-Day Mark docks. II. <laughs> twat it into the docks. You'll be all right. If you, I mean, I'll be honest, I reckon I could probably do it. A bit, a bit of thought, a bit of strategy. You get 20 knots up and beach it at Normandy or what? Just run it in. Get it get it as far as... I managed to get it as far as Paris. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I'm thinking... As much as it would be adventurous to get a yacht and uh, and sail across, because th- let's face it, there'll be thousands of yachts around Southampton. Yeah. Would you be able to bring be... everything you need with yachts, but, or would you then find yourself start, starting afresh? You could get a nice yacht. Bear in mind there's millionaires yachts. Why don't you live on a millionaire's yacht? Well, that's, that was another thought I had at my island, because you yeah. can't grow stuff on a yacht. No. Well, do you know what I'd think? I'd, I'd go for a castle. Why? Just all I just wanted to live in a castle. <laughs> all right, okay. <laughs> Were you thinking defence there at first? No, because there's nobody about. No, well, there's, there's the nobody there. Well, uh, th- that we know about. That we know about. There might be some kind of like aliens on yeah. here that we have to like, fight off. Although, to be honest, I've seen aliens in films. And I've always wondered. I mean, I remember there could, was one... Could um, they take a good punch? There were one called um, Signs with Mel Gibson. Do you remember that film? Vaguely. Yeah. They were like, you know, these typical... Um, UFO spotters alien. You know, they've got big grey heads and big black eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I could take one of them in a fight. Yeah, but he's got his gamma gun. He's just going to liquefy you. You know, is he, is he though? Does he I have a... Know. Vulcans? I reckon I could take a Vulcan. <laughs> I know they've got that secret neck pinch that makes you pass out. Yeah, shrug him off. I reckon, but yeah, so basically you just hold your shoulders up like that to your neck. Like you've got no neck. And fight him that way because they, they don't tend to be muscly guys, do they? Are you basing this on Leonard Nimoy? I am. <laughs> well, and Leonard Nimoy's dad, who I suppose. But any trekkies out there, email in turkeykinbasset@gmail.com. Yeah. Could you have? Do spoke? you know of any <laughs> any um, fat Vulcans? Have <laughs> have any? Because they're logical, you see. So like. Do you know, like a human would think, do you know what, I right fancy a bacon sandwich this morning, even though I already weigh 40 stone. A Vulcan wouldn't be like that. A Vulcan would be like, oh no, I'm going to have this nutritious salad because I need to maintain my optimum. Because that's it, logic. Everything's logic with Vulcans. Yeah. Right? So email it. Firstly, do you know of any fat Vulcans? Can a fat Vulcan exist? That's illogical. It's illogical. <laughs> a big boned Vulcan. A big boned. Or, <laughs> feel free to come in. Do you think that Tony can twat An a alien. Vulcan or not? That's right. got a bit title of this podcast A Big can, Boned Vulcan. Yeah. 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 I, mean, I mean, those um, Sigourney Weaver aliens, oh, they're, them one, yeah. they're quite hard. And if you do break some, they melt you. Yeah, that's that's quite a, it's a downside. Issue. But again, keep your distance on your island. You know, yeah, shoot them Gibraltar. from afar. Yeah, from your castle walls. Would Gibraltar be big enough? Gibraltar's a big castle, mate. Is there? But is there much land to it? Not a farmland, really. No. So you might be better with something like uh, you know what Sicily. They do, or... have, they do have in Gibraltar nasty monkeys. Ah, see, that might be a problem to me plan there then, because yeah. you'd want rid of them, wouldn't They'd you? They'd probably try to bum you. Because <laughs> if you had a little island, 
I'm not sure I could win a fight against one of them monkeys. <laughs> if you had a little island, you could have cows, sheep, yeah. and just slay one when you need one and leave them to naturally graze. So what you need is somewhere like Madagascar. Yeah, but that's Africa, isn't it? It's that nasty shit down there, all poisonous snakes and that sort of shit. Everywhere outside Britain, mate. You know, you know um, there were. I was listening to one. I can't remember. It was someone on the radio, and this guy in um, Australia had been bitten on the penis while going to the toilet. He's on a building site for the second time. That was on our podcast last episode. You oh, think, bastard? Was it? <laughs> Fucking senility creeping up. Was it the second time? Yeah, I must be going see now then. Because I couldn't remember where I'd heard that. <laughs> but basically, what my, my point is... The sad thing is, that might be the funniest bit of this episode. The, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, it, we, go, we are going downhill fast, aren't we? But, outside Britain, wildlife kills you. Inside Britain, wildlife's okay. But you could you could tame an island fairly easy. So, let's say other... Sicily. Let's say Sicily, right? It's right. a bit bigger. All right, so how are you going to tame it then? You shoot shit, don't you? You know, just get rid of stuff that you don't want there. You're right. I've Poisonous only got... spiders? Well, not them. Get your sheep and your cows and stuff. All right, so what don't you get... want then? I don't want them fucking monkeys from Gibraltar. But they are in Sicily. No, I know. That's why I'm going to Sicily. Right, so you've changed your mind now. Well, an island. An island that's warm enough to grow stuff year round. And I don't think you need that higher skill set because stuff grows in Have hot countries. Have you considered right? Corsica? Yes. Birth... Yeah. Birthplace of Napoleon Bonaparte. <laughs> And get there on your ship. Yeah, yeah right, down yeah. through Straits of Gibraltar. There you go. Mind the monkeys. <laughs> Fingers to monkeys. Yeah. yeah. Up the med. Mediter- Mediterranean does look appealing, but having Britain to yourself, I think could be all right. It's still fucking cold in winter. I, I don't mind British winters. I, I, I like British autumn. Um, south would be a lot nicer without southerners, obviously. Yeah, you wouldn't need that. Uh, Horrendous accent they all have. Mm. Oh, what bag of that? Just think, there'd be one accent and it'd be the correct accent. It would, it would. The yeah. proper British accent, yeah. yes. My Cockney accent sounds a lot like my mother, doesn't it? <laughs> Where's she from? <laughs> Barkisland. <laughs> that was highbrow for us. That was quite highbrow. So, I, actually, I, I am I am a bit of a prepper. I do um, stockpile canned fruit and canned vegetables and canned meats and things Canned fish. Canned fish I'm actually quite a fan of. Yes. I do like a canned kipper. Canned smoked herring and things like that. Low carb. Beautiful. So I can sit Problem and is, kids them. won't touch them. Won't they? All mine yeah. love them. So, probably just die out then. Fussy they? little. End of world. That's it. Can't be a fussy eater at Apocalypse. Hunger is a marvellous motivator. She would find something to eat. <laughs> she got hungry enough. So, so I'm having Mediterranean then. I've right, decided which I'll, one. I'll have, I'll have, I'll have, I'll, I'll stay where I am. I'll stay put. I'll stay in this area. So um, my mother-in-law used to obviously she's Thai, and when they got to edge of a basil plant, she'd just go into the garden, stick it in the soil, and a week later there were a two-foot-tall basil plant, you know, and she was used to that, and she came here. That doesn't happen here, does it? <laughs> Bless her. She came here and a bit of cooking. She said, oh yeah, came that bit of basil left over there, and she popped it in a pot. And three days later, it was just a wilted twig, you know. And she, why, why don't things grow here? Well, sun, you know. Yeah, we. It's a lot easier with. Is Thailand quite humid? Humid. It, a lot of year, yeah. Yeah, because I I quite like plants. Um, me and my little and Emily, we've got like a window garden in our bathroom, and there are succulents and there's a rubber plant and you know various easy to grow stuff. Mm. Um, and recently we've acquired um well last week we acquired a tomato plant i don't know how that's going to do in those conditions but it, it were last one inch shop it were a quid someone had put it back with bread so we thought go on we'll have that and we'll give it a go and then um we also have a chili plant now that had shriveled up to be a twig i got the chilies off it because it, it was starting to sprout chilies when we got it um they did all right but then it's died off in that environment and i wonder if it's not arid enough I don't know really. I need to do a bit more research. But we've had the chilies. They've gone nice in the chilli. Um, and then one of the things I've noticed this morning is that I thought it was dead. But it sprouted elsewhere in the pot. Oh, yeah. So put it, a runner out. It's putting a runner out, yeah. So maybe not all is lost. Maybe you know, not. There we go. I felt, like, I felt like Noah. 
re-establishing humanity. I got a little message for uh, for vegans from Noah. Yeah. He didn't save the plants. He saved the meat. Did he though? You see, I always felt ah, I always felt that the story of Noah in biblical senses was very much a it was a prepper. censored and a abridged version. They didn't go into too much detail. I mean, they went into quite a lot of detail of how he built the ark. I was interested in the journey of the penguins from Antarctica up to uh, yeah, that, Middle that's East. A long walk for let's, a little let's bit. Not, let's not put the story to bits. He, <laughs> he, he was told, I'm going back to Sunday school now, I'm going to have to scratch my head a bit, but... Thou shalt prep. You will build this ark out of gopher wood. What the fuck is gopher wood? That's what it says. Is it gopher I, I, a tree? I, I believe that would probably Noah's first question. <laughs> what the fuck's gopher wood? Exactly like that. Never you mind, young yeah. Noah, get your bloody ark. Because in, in biblical senses, in the... Um, Tale of Noah, um, God is like a Yorkshire dad. <laughs> now then, you're going to build this ark out of gopher wood. Get on with it, Sonny. We've got this perfectly good pine. You're not using pine. Look, I've been doing this longer than this planet's been alive. You'll do it as you're told. Right? Gopher wood it is, or we'll not be doing it at all. Right? <laughs> you know, sounded like a Yorkshireman talking to us colonials again yeah, here. That's it. And then, like, right, so, and he tells him how many cubits. Well, can't we use feet and inches? No, I'm American. <laughs> You'll make it three vaginas long. Three whales' vaginas. 14 bald eagles right, tall. That's it, yeah. yeah. Um, and um, 162 bananas wide, and this kind of thing, you know. And, and that's it. Cubit, but, is that elbow to fingertip cubit? I can't remember, mate. I don't, I don't think it's even an imperial measurement, if I'm honest. So we don't need to know, do we? So it gets these complex And then it kind of brushes over this, because obviously he brings his family. Does he bring their extended families? Or are, is there going to be a lot of incest? So he brings he brings his son and his son's wife and so on, doesn't he? You know, Ham and is it Jaffat and all these other... I can't remember. I'm probably remembering quite a lot. You're doing well. You're doing about. well. But obviously, he's bringing the animals, right? Now, you've got lions. What do lions eat? Other animals. They do. Let's say zebras. Okay, lions eat zebras, right? Well, they're going to eat everything else if you let them. So you're going to need to bring enough zebras, right, for lions to eat (laughs) for however long you're at sea. And you're also going to have to have a male and female zebra left over afterwards who are hopefully not brother and sister, because we're not in Stainland now. To make brother and sister zebras. To make more zebras. To make inbred zebras. After after the event. They don't think much about interbreeding in the Middle East, I've noticed. The animals are the people. Both. (laughs) In biblical terms, I don't think it's a concern. Still still a thing in Jewsbury, I believe. And um, Well, yeah. And... um, I mean, even the Adam and Eve thing, there were a lot of... There must have been... A lot of inbreeding went on in the early days. Must have done. Well, I did wonder this, right? Because they don't mention the daughters. They obviously had daughters. They just don't get mentioned. But did they? Well, they must have had. Or did these these sons shag their mother? Well... Because there was only one woman. Well, let's assume... Or was there? But they, they're getting... It's that thing. So... This this ark, he's got to take that. He's got to take hay and silage and stuff for herbivores to eat. And he didn't have any Massey Ferguson's or John Deere's, did he? So you know, he's that's a. I think I think he had an old Fordson, <laughs> old Fordson major. You know, and, and there's one there's one on a farm up road from here that looks like it's from ark. It looks like it's as old as Noah's ark. Beautiful. And he, I think they still use it, but it's a bit battered. I'd love it, me. I think it's fantastic. It's got a patina. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot goes unsaid, isn't there? I think that's the issue I'm taking. Because I think it was a lot. Not, it's not unsaid. It was not thought through. Thing yeah, is. Maybe, maybe it wasn't as practical an idea as the first part. Like, like you going to Gibraltar. I didn't know about these Gibraltar monkeys. Motorhome. Yeah, well, this is it. Straight away, I've just unscuppered your doomsday plans well, by saying they're these ferocious monkeys. But you don't have to stay, do you? You could get there and go. This ain't for me. I'm going somewhere else. Yeah, you know. Where are you going? Fucking matter, there's nobody Difficult here. to stock up with diesel, though, with a monkey on your head. <laughs> Shoot the bloody thing. Well, you, you, I've noticed as well, and, and that a lot of your 
solutions to things today involve shooting <laughs> shooting monkeys. That's shoot, all. Shoot the monkeys. Shoot the poisonous spiders. <laughs> shoot all you don't like, basically. You could, yeah. Because if you're the last man on earth, there's plenty more. Yeah. Well, feel free to take pot shots at me, safe in my castle. waving from England. Top at cliffs. I reckon I could get you. It's only yeah. thirty odd miles. I reckon you. I reckon you have no chance. <laughs> I actually am a remarkable marksman. I don't know if I am. I am. I'm pretty good. The worst thing I've fired... Well, I fired a shotgun. Uh, 2-2 rifle. Can you can you actually miss with a shotgun? Well, there is that, isn't there? Oh, yeah. I did shower us in clay pigeon because the guy firing the machine didn't count for wind and they flew over his head. And he went... And you went... Yeah, and he went, leave it! And I went, fuck that, I've paid for this. Bang. And you and, got it. And it rained us <laughs> in clay pigeon. Yeah. I've never been clay pigeon. Fucking sharp, sure. them things. Oh, they're ceramic, are they? Yeah, shards of clay rain. They're basically plates. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, it's like clay pigeon shooting is a mechanical device that's the equivalent of me throws a clay frisbee. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think I'd like to have a go. It's one of my first jobs was gathering up the missed ones. Oh, so they could reuse them? Yeah. And we'd figured, oh, did I say this story before? Bakisland. Hard end. All oh, right. And uh, the... Unhit ones are obviously yeah. good to go again. But we'd found out... Don't they smash then on impact? Not always. Not if it's grass. The slower you picked them up, the drunker they were in the pub, and the more they paid you. <laughs> we sussed this out at about eight or nine years old. So we just took us time, stacked them up, and then we went in and somebody saw, oh, good lads, well done, here's a fiver. And then a couple of minutes later, another drunken uh, shooter, oh, good, well done, lads, here's a tenner, you know. Fucking really cashed in. Yeah. Well, well worth doing. Well, they'll attend it to be fucking money as well, won't they? Yeah. They recently bought the shooting range off my stepdad at Farm as he retired, so they just chipped in together. It's like they sold a peasant each. And is that where shooting range was then, up at Farm? It was and is now. It wasn't then. It was at Hard Ending Field next to Hard Ending. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So there we go. No worries. Good stuff. We've had an email. Now, he's asked to remain anonymous, so we'll, uh, I'll call him Saddam. All right, we'll go with Saddam. Could be Wadam. Wadam. Yeah, closer with Saddam. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's a good lad, is, is Saddam. Saddam. I'm not going to slip up with this at all, am I? No, come on. Let's see what and Saddam has to say. He's one of them that's uh, not as daft as he looks, you know? You twin. <laughs> Go on then. I'll email this out. Uh, emails. I'll read this out. Good day, interesting, gent. Interesting way to start an yeah. email. It's not good eye, is it? Yeah. Abomination. Feel free to edit and use artistic <coughs> artistic license on any of the below, or just bin it if you think it's shite. I begin this tale with a simple pointer I always make to anyone joining me on a trip away. He likes to do lads weekends away, does uh, Saddam, you know, so there'll be... Yeah, maybe up to a dozen. I think I've, I think I've aged too much now to do lads' weekends away. I'm not, I'm not into it anymore. I'd rather, I'd rather go away on my own. He's forty, so he's not. So he's not, he's not. Yeah, he's not. Um, and I was tickled at his email address as well. Spankcake eighty one. Spankcake eighty one at a famous email provider dot com. You know, beautiful. Wow. Well done, Saddam. Spankcake. I must admit. Um, some of the early email addresses you had when you were a kid, you know, when, when you were young, not a kid, but yeah, when yeah. you were were quite embarrassing, weren't they? I didn't have any of that. I had a really confusing one just to piss people off. I had a free serve email account, and you got a .fsnet.com, uh, but you put the first bit on. So mine was at dot, at dot, at dot, at dot. <laughs> and when people emailing you. You yeah. trying to explain that on fucking phone. Well, it, it's happened. Um, <laughs> it's happened to us a little bit because, um, like you know, my tattoo studio is the old dragoon tattoo parlor. Yeah, and the address is the old dragoon. I think it's a Gmail. Like, I can't remember. That's what I can't. Remember. <laughs> uh, but it's the old dragoon. But Mr. I spell Tick. old oldie oldie with an e on the end. Yeah, and people. I think sometimes forget that in the email. You also spelt dragon as dragoon. Dragoon, yeah. <laughs> so there we go. But um, another when I was a kid, I had uh, I think it was with AOL, America Online. Oh, is yeah. that yeah? And it was Solomon Solomoff. 
Oh, fucking hell, yeah and, yeah. and people used to misspell that, so I never got emails. But also I got asked a lot if I were Jewish. Okay. <laughs> Not this week. Yeah. Right, we'll carry on with uh, Saddam's story. So, on, yeah. Yeah. so, on a trip away. Always pack enough pants, plus a few spare, in case you shit yourself. Same goes for trousers. It sounds like a man speaking from experience. Shitting here. yourself isn't something I plan on I, doing. No. I, well, maybe that's the point. Pl- I guess nobody plans on you, it. You don't wake up in the morning and say, oh, I think I'll shit myself about 11.30 today. I don't think I've shit myself for about 41 and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> so long. Because as gentlemen well past their 20s and into having a few light refles- refreshments of an afternoon, we realise that one step too far could result in a bit of an accident. Candley's beer, our Saddam. Who does like his beer. We still have to do that ale trail, that Penistone ale trail we're going to do. Penis line, yeah, we do. We need to do that. We will. In, let's do it in summer. It's fucking cold now. I don't mind. So, so here we are, heading to the Isle of Man. And I have a very convivial train journey up to Hesham. A few tins, then four hours or so in the bar on the ferry. Laughs, jokes and all the usual. Leave the ferry in Douglas, shuffle along to the digs, and then hit the pubs properly. So he's already had a six-hour session, say, before he gets there. Around midnight, after an afternoon of ale and a toby around the town. What's a toby around the town? I've never heard that before. I no. don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting turn of phrase, yeah. the young Saddam. Phil is in Saddam. We are converging Maybe on... Maybe it's f- some kind of posh wank. <laughs> All over town. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ambitious. We are converging on the final stop before home. Over two gallons in, ready for bed, and in my case, ready for a sit-down and a good muck out. I order my pint with the holder of the kitty and head for the gents. I am by this point touching cloth. If it wasn't for the fact, what lay beyond my increasingly tightening ring piece was merely liquid. The turtle's head is protruding. The turtle head's a good is turtle head, isn't it? What a great saying. You know why turds are pointy at one end? So your ass cheek don't slap together. That's it. That's stop it. your, your yeah. bum all banging shut. Yeah. Yeah. I went into said toilet, saw the trap and entered with some trepidation. As one does at midnight, with the threat of shit running down your legs, after enough ale to sink a battleship. What struck me first was that the trap was one inch deep in water, in inverted commas. I was wearing a winter coat, so look for a hook. There wasn't one. However, the bolt of the door was substantial. The type you slide across and tip up to face the sky, the great big handle. This, I thought, is my coat hook. So I slid the bolt, lifted the handle and placed my coat over it, dangling directly above the inch-deep puddle of piss I was stood in. But secure. Because this was good, solid, heavy engineering. I stood by the pan for 30 seconds because to unclench immediately would have released a shower of who knows what towards the floor and my trousers. Eventually the poopangs passed. I then felt safe to undo my belt and start to drop towards the seat. At the very moment I cautiously began to slip my tweed south, the latch on the door began to swivel. My winter coat, large, padded and heavy, was heading slowly but directly towards the piss-drenched floor. Oh, I, I do, do sympathise, because there's no worse than shitty public toilets. Yeah. Yeah. I lurched forward, grabbed it, stopped it about six inches from the impending piss-soaking it was destined to receive. But as I did... I involuntarily, at half-mast, for a split second, released my vice-like grip on the rusty sheriff's badge. For about a second I was grabbing the coat while I was passing what can only be described as brown rain out of my arse. Do you know what, Saddam? <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to come on a lad's holiday with you. I've been asked a few times. Yeah, no. You're all right. One of them once fell in an empty pool. <laughs> Nearly fucking killed himself. Yeah. That were nasty. Natural selection. <laughs> Hello, Al. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rod Stewart, as we call him. I caught, I nipped, I stood there, I cursed, I started to despair. Hung the coat back on the snake, and my ass, ass hit the pan, released the tirade of oil out of my ass, and I slowly observed the scene before me, around my knees, undies, wet, brown, and myself disgraced. Fuck. Cleaned myself up the best I could. Undies came off and in a bag that was in my coat pocket. See, I'd have flushed them. I'd have have thrown them away. Yeah. Unless they were my special ones. I walked back to the bar, commando, saying fuck all to my companions. 
Walking home that night, I let slip. Lucky there was some toilet paper as well, isn't it? You know, I mean, that could have been worse. You've got to check first, haven't you? Yeah. I got caught out at work once. There's no worse, is there? I took a couple of pieces and wiped seat because dirty bastards. Yeah. Sat and had a dump, and then realised those two pieces that I taken would last two. And then you've got to spend all day (laughs) with a shitty ass. I I waited for it to go quiet and nipped into the next trap. (laughs) What can you do though? You know. Yeah. Anyway. Undies in a bag. I walk back to the bar commando saying fuck all to my companions. Walking home that night, I let slip what horror had befallen me in the latrine. Much to the amusement of my pals, who collapsed laughing, legs unable to hold them up any longer at this news. Following morning, I entered the breakfast room, last man in, to the sight of 14 folk all sniffing and holding their noses, laughing their tits off. The icing on the cake, much to their amusement, my first job of the day was to walk into town and buy a pair of jeans, having not heeded my own advice. Fair enough. Well? Well done, Saddam. You see, for a weekend, I reckon I could get away with one pair of jeans. What, even after you shat in them? I wouldn't shit in them. <laughs> it's a pl- I think that was his plan. I think, you know, that's, that's it. I think his plan was not involving shit. Yeah. No, um, I'm just uh, I'm standing up and having a stretch. Are you staying? Yeah, I'm staying. I'm just standing up. I'm just... I've been sat on that stool a bit too long. I think we need some more comfier chairs. We could have brought cushions out, couldn't we? Yeah. Well, I, do have a, I do have bony buttocks. So, oh, a lad. Yeah, lads' holidays, they tend to degenerate into chaos, don't they? Yeah. Always. No matter how old the lads get. Yeah, yeah. Well, know, the one that went in the pool was like, late 50s. And, and this is it, you see. I'm not into that kind of thing anymore. I can't but be asked. If I went on a lads' holiday, I wouldn't be able to control it. I would, my behaviour would quickly degenerate into tomfoolery. Infantile drunkenness. Because yeah, that's, yeah. You know, if, I, if I were out with the lads, that's what I'd do. Yeah. The rest of the, 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 rest of the time, I'm perfectly well behaved, but there's limits, isn't there? Mm. You know. Um, right, as soon as you've stood up and you've got nothing to say, shall we draw a line there, Tony? All right. Um, What's the email address, Tony? It is dirtykimbassa at gmail.com. Email in your funny stories. Oh, you're shitting yourself, shenanigans. Liquid oh, ass. Actually, to be honest, I'd like to hear about any uh, masturbation accidents that any of you might have had. <laughs> Just start it. I promise they'll remain anonymous and we will not judge you. I'm judging. I'm judging. Yeah, I'm judging. Yeah. Okay, let's right. see you next time. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening. Bye.